Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Stump Podcast. This is Justin, uh, your host. I'm very excited uh, for today's show. Uh, today's show is going to be a fun one. You're going to like it a lot. Uh, I've got a great comedian on the show. Becca Shaw is on the show. And Becca Shaw is going to talk about something that was a deep-seated love to her ever since she was a youth. And that love is for the pop group from the 1990s, Hanson. That's right, the blonde boys of Hanson. And uh, uh, man, I will not lie to you. I did some research on Hanson and I had such a good time finding out about Hanson. So much fun. I hope that you guys enjoy it the same exact way I enjoy it. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is Becca Shaw to talk about the boys that are Hanson. All right. So on top of my cats, <laughs> which you love. Which you love very, very much. Here you go. <laughs> okay. Are you recording it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of liking my cats. <laughs> oh, he's cuddling with me. He's going to cuddle with you the entire time. Great. He will not leave. I hope he does. <laughs> I you. guarantee you. Wouldn't it be so cute if he was here the whole time? <laughs> we'd, have to, we'd have to say, if, that, if this is what you want, though, <laughs> we would have to say that uh, Becca and Smokey... <laughs> oh no had a collaborative score <laughs> oh yeah that's where i draw the line <laughs> that's where you draw the line no. you're gonna have to get off me you cat you can't share credit but you can be here as my special <laughs> he doesn't have anything to say about he, that he's just upset that now that i'm holding a microphone i can't pet him anymore yeah he's like this is dumb <laughs> i don't even know why i'm am sitting I, here. am i holding this do i have to hold this closer yeah, to my face you can hold it right there you can okay. hold it a little further away if you want to or you can keep it right there it's absolutely <laughs> fine the normal uh the normalization process on on our uh on our program here we'll take care of it oh, good. <laughs> all right it's so cute okay now i'm doing it yeah now you can pet him still now he's like see <laughs> i oh, am he's helping purring. i am helping um, Wait, let's just change the subject to cats instead of <laughs> to cats instead <laughs> so tell me what where did hansen come from why the love of hansen uh, what was it when when you were a youngster were you one of those kids who just jumped on the bandwagon like you were like this uh, i guess so yeah at, at first i was uh i was just like any other girl uh in in i think i was in seventh grade sixth or seventh grade when that when Mbop came out and it just exploded and yeah i was just like every other teen girl who was like oh my god i'm gonna marry taylor hansen <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like sure that I was going to like, there was part of me that deep down I was like, no, but really <laughs> I'm going to marry him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ha um, it, he, I remember when it went big. I remember mm -hmm. when it popped off and it went huge. I think it was my last year of middle school or my first year of high school. Uh huh. And it was like such a big, big deal. And yeah. they were everywhere. You could find Hanson. Like, I think that was when they still had those magazines, the teen magazines that oh, everybody yeah, loved. Oh, yeah, Teen Beat, Bop. They do were those still exist? Is that yeah. a thing? I yeah, I think that. they do. I, I've seen Subscriber, them. are you? Is I've seen <laughs> No, but I've seen, I've seen, like, Tiger Beat sure. or Teen Beat. I, I've wondered, occasionally I've wondered that same thing, and I saw them in like a target or something and that they still, I remember going to target. I have like vivid memories of going and being like, who's going to be on the cover of teen beat this time. Oh wow. Teen beat, tiger beat bop. And there was like some other kind of the big 
Bopper? I like, don't know. I think there was actually a magazine called, called that. Called The Big Bopper? I that's amazing. I feel like there was. I wonder if it was created for that artist in the 1950s, like a teen magazine then. Oh, I don't know. Like the Big Bopper, and then it ended up just that carrying would be really on. Weird. <laughs> It'd be <laughs> very interesting. Case. But I, but I remember just like getting all. I had an entire wall covered in pinups from really? Bob magazines. Yeah, a whole wall, like. All Hanson or no. multiple? Like no, it was like actually it extended to any to even people that I didn't know who they were. Like, like I just put. All the pinups just covered the wall to like have it covered. Wow! Like I had, um, I think I had one of Silver Chair. Okay. And I remember going, <laughs> I don't know who Silver Chair is, but uh, but, but whatever. I should have a variety of people sure. and not just JTT. I remember a Silver Chair album with a frog on the cover of it. I never listened to I the don't record. Remember a single when, thing about when Silver I was Chair. that age. I will tell you a secret. When I was that age. I was convinced uh, that I was going to be an R&B superstar. Really? Oh, absolutely. I listened to Drew Hill and Boys to Men yeah. and stuff along those lines. And the truth of the matter is I can never sing that well. What I could do is dress up like four of my other friends and gyrate <laughs> next to a pool. Like and wait, <laughs> did your other friends also think they were going to be oh, yeah. R&B There's superstars? Somewhere out there. Uh, if it still exists and if it has not been taped over, oh there is a music video <gasps> of two dudes who are in ninth grade, probably a little too old to are be you doing one this. Of the two dudes? I am one of the two <laughs> dudes. The other one is uh, was my best friend at the time, Andre, oh and we are lip syncing to Four Seasons of Loneliness by oh Boys to Men oh right God. next to his pool while wearing entirely white. <gasps> it's atrocious <laughs> it is atrocious you need to find that <laughs> i don't think i ever want it found i think i want it to remain has kelly seen it no 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 no. i think i want it to remain with like the ark of the covenant and uh the holy grail i want it oh, to remain missing forever i think that would be like the, a glorious thing to see i i, I had a, i had a video of myself and and like four or five of my friends um, dancing to I Saw the Sign and lip syncing in my basement. That was like our mu- first music video. I was about to say, but you recorded that last week, so that's uh, different. <laughs> definitely possible that I recorded <laughs> it last week. We would have. We definitely would've. would have. On a scale of 1 to 10, though, how mm-hmm. high would you say your Hanson fandom was when it happened? Was at the time? Yeah. Well, see, I feel like there were, like, at, at, at the fr- at the outset, when they just had this one album and it was just on repeat everywhere and everybody was listening to it, I was like, you know, probably at like a nine or a ten equivalent to just like the most screaming fans. But then as time went on, I think some people kind of stayed at that level and... I wasn't a person who I kept up with their music, but I wasn't like a fan club member. They had like a fan club and they had the magazine and stuff. And I didn't do that, but I would say then it kind of trailed off. And then when they started coming out with some new music later on, I, my sister was listening to a lot of it and then I borrowed her CDs and I was like, Oh, I actually really like this still. And then I kind of, now it's like, I'm definitely not, the most intense end because I think some people are like really serious about yeah, it. But yeah. But like on the, on like to an average person, I'm like way bigger. So of you a fan. started nine ten. Current day, mm. you would say you are 
five? Oh, uh, like I would say like a six. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe a seven. I'm not exactly sure how intensely people follow them like with what fanaticism I'm, i think there are some pretty like yeah. fanatical fans well what's now. what's really interesting is that they've aligned themselves as their career has gone on in doing the research that i did they've aligned themselves as their careers have gone on with really interesting uh producers and musicians mm-hmm. and stuff like that like by their second or third album uh, they had some of the guys with Blues Traveler performing with them, yep. and Johnny Lang was their guitarist for a little while really? on in production recording, which is amazing because Johnny Lang, to this day, uh, if if there is uh, white boy blues that exists that people should hear and listen <laughs> to, that dude's got it. Like before John Mayer whispered, creepy oh. date rape whispered at everybody. Yeah. Uh, there was this kid who was what thirteen when he recorded his first album, and his voice has only gotten better over time. Like that sounds like a perfect matchup. The for, dude's for the dude's unbelievable, and he was he was so good, <laughs> so terrifically good. Yeah, yeah, they paired up with a lot of good people. Maybe right. we'll get into that later. Maybe so we not, will. Not say anything about. Maybe that. we will. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna go through everything. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna tell you your categories now. Okay. Your categories are uh, round one: Hanson history. Okay. Okay. Round two is called, wait, was that Hanson? Okay. Which is really interesting. That's like, that sounds like, I can imagine some things that might be referenced in that category, but I'm impressed that you made a whole category of that. That category uh, is entirely based on, um, I didn't know Hanson did that. Okay. I didn't know Hanson would do that. Okay. I wasn't okay. aware. It, it's not just their music. It's also other things that they've done uh, along okay. the way. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see how and then that goes. The last one, of course, is lyrics. Okay. So we're going to... Wait, gonna, is that... That's three, three that's categories That's the three. Hanson okay. history. Okay. Wait, was that Hanson? And then lyrics. All right. And I got to tell you... History? Uh, what do you mean by history? Is that like any, just in general from now till Anything involving their music and specifically them and things that had to do with them that doesn't feel like it's outside of the box, but it, it okay. is absolutely okay. them. Okay. Um, and I got to tell you, man, um, going into this... Yeah, uh, I, by the way, <laughs> I just want to say that I really enjoy... <laughs> <laughs> the, the thought of you researching the internet, looking up Hanson facts. And I won't lie to anyone who is listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. I really enjoyed it. Good. I found out a lot of stuff about these guys and uh, yeah. all around seem like cool yeah. dudes. They're cool guys. They're good people. I think they're like, they're, they, they work super hard. They make interesting choices right? for better or for worse. But I will, yeah. I will ask you this. I will definitely ask you this, uh, and it, it's not a trivia question, but I, I want to know if you can do it. They were uh, in the news recently as of this year because um, they said that no one has been able to cover oh, I, uh, yeah. Mbop correctly because they right. can't get the syncopation mm-hmm. of the chorus correct. Which is really dumb because it's really not that. So you can do it. Oh, yeah. I demand that you do it right now. Right now. This is not a question? This is not a question. Oh, okay. Well, so... Let me tell you something. Okay. In my <laughs> research, my studying for this, I thought that might come up, and I wanted to make sure that just in case there was a question about the lyrics to Mbop that I knew exactly what they were. Yeah. So I had my sister go... I, I was looking on the internet, and uh-huh. I was like, okay, I'm going to look up what the what the lyrics to the chorus of Mbop are. Uh-huh. And, I, and, and every single website 
that has lyrics says them a little different or they say really? them differently a little bit. So I, I'm questioning where you got your answer of what this is. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Okay. It well, is intentionally not in the lyrics portion. This is just for fun. Okay, okay. I want to hear you so, do it. Okay, so, so the backstory <laughs> is, so I was looking this up and there were... There were no, there was not really consensus. There was like almost a consensus. Yeah. But then, and even in people's covers that I saw, they would do them kind of differently. Sure. And so then I was like, okay, I need the definitive version. And there's no, there's nothing like on their website. I don't think that like has all the definitive lyrics unless I didn't see it. Yeah. But I was, I wrote to my sister, I texted her and I was like, do you by any chance have the, the original CD. insert for the, the original CD? And booklet. she sent me a picture of it. <laughs> and so now I know exactly what it says in, but here's what I'm going to tell you. In the lyrics, they they are they say one thing, and when I've seen them perform it, they don't always exactly do to the, the syllable same thing. stick to those. Okay. But here's what it says in the liner notes, okay. or in the lyrics from... The original recording. All right, I'm it ready. It is mbop, badoobadop, badoobop, badoobadop, badoobop, badoobadop, badoo. Yeah, yeah. Mbop, badoobadop, badoobop, badoodop, badoobop, badoobadop, badoo. So they like they Impressive. shortened the badoo they, they shortened the the duba to a do okay. twice. That's the difference between the first and the second part. I, and so it's basically mbop badoo 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 bop badoo 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 bop badoo badoo badoo. That's amazing. I I am I'm li- quite literally impressed by that because most people think it's just gibberish and it's not no. syncopated like meant Nobody to be. Nobody writes a song where they're like and then this is the part where we sing gibberish. Well, what I think is interesting and it's one of the things that I did kind of research a little bit just because of my own curiosity and they weren't rude about it. They weren't mean. They were like, "No, people just kind of like they think that we just put nonsense words in." It's like in. one of these three things. And it's very it, like he's like and it's it's like kind of like scat like, like no, it's it's it the out. type of music that we thought out and we wanted to do yeah. and they asked him if there were gonna be uh, if there was anybody who they think could do it um, and do you know who the two people they suggested the two oh, artists that that could do it that could do it oh oh I think I read this somewhere the I, answers were really interesting to me and I thought it was really cool did they say like One Direction should do it no. Because okay, because One Direction actually did try to do it, and they did it. I just watched the video today. Oh yeah, to, eh. they did it in Tulsa. <laughs> they did it in their hometown. Like One Direction went, and I was like, this probably isn't going to go well. Yeah, I think it went okay, but they but they didn't do it right. Um, wait, let me guess because okay. I can't remember what it said. But yeah, um, who would do it right? Ah, God, a pop. Like a pop, is it a pop star? One, one's uh, uh, a pop star who is a pop star, pop star, and the other is a band who kind of was one of those indie underground bands that rose to prominence and now is something hmm. of a pop band. Uh, who I don't know. Who I can't. I don't uh, know. I can't think. Bruno of Mars is Bruno the pop Mars. star, which is very true because a lot of people. It started that way. That a lot of people like are very. Ah, well, Bruno he's, he's, Mars when it started off. Then they saw him 
do the Super Bowl halftime I mean, show, and they're like, dancer, "Oh wow, he's incredible." So he obviously has like great the sense rhythm of to rhythm, do it. So maybe he could. Maybe that's why. And then the band was Fitz and the Tantrums, is <gasps> oh, who they suggested. That makes sense. I think that they share sensibilities actually with Fitz and the Tantrums, or they they want to share sensibilities in it's, some way. It you was know? very it's sort of. It was very cool. The way that they did it was very cool. I just I, I believe that. Like I love. I also love that they started as pop stars as a kid. And now they're all adults. They all have very, like, cool, nobody did drugs and went fucking crazy. Yeah, they're really uh, wholesome. They're just crazy wholesome and good yeah. people. And not yeah. like, not like, oh, we, we frown on this. This is terrible. No. Like, they don't make a statement. They're just like, we keep to ourselves. We make our music. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. And we I just thought, have families and we just tour around and we just love. Yeah. And they music. tour with their families. I think it's yeah, so charming. It's, it's really, really that. charming. It is. They're really sweet. All right. <laughs> I think. All right. So we're going to go Yay. ahead and get started. I will remind you of the one, the absolutely only one rule. If you do not know an answer, you are more than willing to make or you are more than able to make one up. Uh-huh. If you make one up and I think it's <laughs> funny or I think it's a great answer, I'll give you that point. I'll still give it to you. It's called a mercy it's point. It's going to be really hard for me to make up funny things when I'm angry. If it, <laughs> if it is stupid, terrible, and bad and I do not like it, I will take a point away from oh. your total score at the end of the game. Oh, you won't be doing that. All right. It's I, cool. I'm not going to make up. If, if I make up anything, it's going to be so dumb that you'll laugh. It's... <laughs> You're not going to, I mean, I hope. It's so <laughs> rare that people actually take advantage of it. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll see. It's, 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 it's very we'll see unique. See what kind of mood I'm in at the time. Right. I might just be really pissed off that I'm not doing well. <laughs> Trust me, I, I get a feeling you're going to do all right. Let's see how this works out. All right, okay, first s- round, Hanson Smokey history. is ready to go. Let's get it started. My cat's Smokey in your he's lap, ready to rock. Ready. You're acknowledging oh. that he's helping you out. I'm just letting we're, you know. We're having a <laughs> You're a team. Right you're having I want to see if, wait, can I see? if we can hear him purring yeah go microphone. ahead this is i'm really sorry this it's, is turning no, into no, a no. cat podcast it's absolutely no you can't can hear, you it. hear it no oh, it's too quiet oh sometimes you may sometimes... have to do like at his at his neck or at his chest because it doesn't just a <laughs> little bit yeah you I'm can hear it a little like bit putting the microphone onto your cat <laughs> it's no problem you just stop it's okay. absolutely fine all right here we go question yeah. number one okay there are three members in the band hansen that's right. Please name them from oldest to youngest. Okay. All right. If I get this wrong, it's going to be really bad. Real bad news day. for me. Okay. Um, the oldest to youngest. Oldest to youngest. Oldest is Isaac. Mm-hmm. How, how much, how full of names Just, do you want? Just, uh, we know their first and last right. name, so Isaac, it's fine. Isaac, and then Taylor, mm-hmm. and then Zach. That is correct. First okay. question. Right all out right, of the all gate. All right. Pass the first question. Good one. Good one. <sighs> Second question. Where is the pop band Hanson from? Well, we mentioned it already once because I mentioned that One Direction sang Mbop in their hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That is correct. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Have you ever been to Tulsa, I Oklahoma? I have never been. I've never been to Oklahoma in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I am from the Midwest. I guess that, that counts as Midwest, Oklahoma. Sure, right? sort of. sure. Um, it's yeah. definitely middle America. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota, so I'm from like... Right few on. states north of them, but but uh, I've never been to Tulsa. I imagine it's very nice. I'm going to Minnesota through work uh, oh. the second week or first week. No, second week of September. To Minneapolis? Uh, yes. What, what I you... cannot tell you. I cannot <gasps> disclose. We can talk about it afterwards. We should talk about show. that because I'll tell you cool things to do. I, I, I cannot. It's a great place. Yes. Have you been there? I have several okay. years. Okay. I, I do this one job particularly uh, year after year, and it's so much fun, and it's oh, very, cool. very cool. 
yeah. All right. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Third question. This how many, sorry, how many questions are there in a round? Ten. Okay. So it's 30 questions All right. total. All right. Okay. Third question. This one is a little, little harder. Okay. Okay. In what year did Hanson begin performing professionally? Okay. I know this. I believe... Okay, I'm going to go with 1992. That is correct. Because I knew it was either 92 or 93. I think that they're, yeah, I, I think that they 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 changed their name at some point. Anyways, we'll continue on. That is okay. absolutely correct. All right, question number four. Known for producing albums for Beck, the Beastie Boys, and the soundtrack to Fight Club. Oh, shoot. What production team spearheaded Hanson's album, Middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. Um, now, I don't think that I would know this if it wasn't for this podcast of me yeah. doing some research, but I have heard of them before, and I, I think that the answer you're looking for is the Dust Brothers. That is correct. All right. I think that that specifically is so interesting to me. Because yeah, tell me, because I didn't know anything about like them before They I produced uh, Odelay for Beck. Mm-hmm. And then the soundtrack for Fight Club. So they were known. That's so weird. They that were they known for having such an such an alternative, like very uh, yeah uh, that kind of persona. And the Beastie Boys as well. Huh. It it did not ever click into my head that maybe uh, a um a, a pop production would be yeah. in their wheelhouse at that particular point in time. But they absolutely weird. did. They produced that album. That's cool. Are those That's the main neat. Are those the main ones that they did, or were there others, too? The, oh, there's tons. There's tons the of others, The Dust right? Brothers have done so much work, it's insane. Are those, like, the most famous ones? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Okay. Especially for that era and that time period. That's why I connected yeah, the two. Yeah, that's so... Wow, the soundtrack for Fight Club. Yep. Huh. I forget who did the music on that besides the normal songs. There was, like... Original like music the, for that, right? Uh, there was a, uh, I think... Some was original music, for sure. Yeah, there was the original music that they included that he did. The real kind of trip-hoppy, uh, creepy music yeah. that's going on throughout the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. But then I, uh, the movie ends famously with, with Where Pixies. Is My Mind. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if it's the actual Pixies, though. I think it may be a cover. No. Yeah, I think it might be a cover at the end of the movie. I Really? Yeah. It sounds to me it sounds like very it's the similar. One. Yeah. But well, let's find it. Let's when we're done with this, we you can need do to look a, it up a Google out. search. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, so wait, am I? Is that four? That's four. I'm four for four. Four for four. All right. Oh, this is this is bad. This is bad. I just know it's gonna get bad. Number five. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, how many albums does Hanson have in their studio discography? Okay, studio discography. Non-live albums. Not non-live, non-demo early albums. Correct. Right. Okay. Yes. Like studio. Okay. I I believe they have. So, do you want me to name them? If I can name them. If you would like to name them, if that would help you your process, absolutely. I, I think that. Well, okay. Uh, what I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with the number six because I believe that's right. But let me just say what they are. Okay. And then I will confirm my own guess. So. Middle of nowhere. Uh, this time around, underneath the walk. Uh, I guess shouted out was the next one. 
and then Anthem just came out. So I'm going to go with six. Okay. That makes your first wrong answer so far. Uh, You have forgotten about their holiday album. Oh, come on. You've also also forgotten about their two demo records. I asked you about demo records. No, you said live, not... And rewind the (laughs) tapes, Justin. I said, does he include demos? And you said no. All right. Well, anyway, I would have forgotten the Christmas album anyway, so I can't argue with you. So there you go. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, can I... Can I tell you how many? There were two demos. There was snowed in. I can tell you what their demos yeah. were. They were Boomerang and Mbop. And then we had snowed in. And then we, if we add those, then that's technically nine. That's correct. That nine was for? the answer. Oh. Yeah. All right. Fine. All right. Fine. Um, in May of 2013, Hanson partnered with the Mustang Brewing Company and launched their <laughs> own beer. What's the name of the beer? I was really hoping you were going to ask me this question <laughs> because it's it's so dumb. But it's, but but at the same time, I really like it. Okay. It is called Mm Hops. That is correct. Have you ever tried Mm Hops? No, I haven't. I think we I don't should, think they sell it here. I think we should try and find Mm Hops. Well, okay. What I know is that they they, I think they wherever they started, it's probably in Tulsa. I think it was in Oklahoma that they, or or maybe it was. Yeah, I don't remember. They they had like an, I think they sell it in Tulsa. They had like an um, a release thing of like a party where they, yeah. it was like like a film festival or something. It was for a premiere for a major motion a major motion picture. Oh, oh, I know what it was. It was the Hangover Three. That is correct. It was for the <laughs> Hangover Three. And they were, you know, why? I think because their song. I think Mbop was in that movie. I'm not sure. I haven't. Oh, I yes, that it was, is. That was why it's they were what Zach Galifianakis is listening to as his character Alan is driving down <laughs> the 405 freeway with a live giraffe in the back of his vehicle. Oh my god, I didn't see the Hangover. Thing, oh but. man, it is not great. But it was. <laughs> it it literally everybody was mad that Hangover Two was the exact replica of Hangover One, just in a different location. Yeah. So this time they were just like, well, fuck it, we're just gonna do something completely different. Well, we'll put it in a different location then. Well, it, there, nobody gets a hangover in this movie, technically. They're just all trying to do something. It was so. like these characters do a new thing. Thing, yeah. It was, I, it's entertaining. Like, it's a okay. matinee movie. Something you'd watch on Netflix. It's, yeah. I would not suggest paying tons of it money was for a, it. It was a weird situation when I watched The Hangover Part 2 anyways. Or I love the original the second Hangover 2. I don't know. I love the second one. Everybody hates it, and I love one. it. It's the I one where they go to Bangkok. All right. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, they were, so I think that's why, and they, and, and I think they haven't yet distributed this hops to other places yet. Uh. I think that they, I, I was looking through their website and it said like they are, um, they're hoping to have the capacity to like mass produce it or just to distribute it. At some point soon. So it's a rare beer, probably only available at the Mustang Brewing Company or something yeah. like Hansen that. Yeah, Hanson Brothers likely. Brewing Company is what it says on the beer. Really? Yeah, it's they actually formed. Oh, a it's a brewing partnership company. with yeah, yeah. that one. Yep. Huh. That's so awesome. I, I wonder if they're going to come out with like other. If only yeah. I had an American <laughs> Pale Ale. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I was going to say if only IPA. If only IPA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, next question. Okay. All right. In 1997, Tulsa, Oklahoma's then Governor Frank Keating declared May 6th Hanson Day, a date which many fans still observe today. Why is May 6th Hanson uh, Day? That's a good question. 
it's because that was the day that Middle of Nowhere was released. That is correct. In 1997. In 1997. That is correct. Yeah. Next and question. Apparently, they still celebrate it. They are, they have they have parties in Tulsa. On really? Yeah, I think so. That's they have like awesome. little little. Like Tulsa-based fan parties. Or I something. bet they all still live there. See, or the nearby. people who are ten on the scale, yeah, go to those. I don't. No, but <laughs> do you? If you had the opportunity, would you go? Oh sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think they're having a twentieth anniversary something. So you have to go. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like ready to like invest in a plane ticket to okay. see Hanson, yeah. but we'll, we'll right see. We'll see. All right, next question, um, and I uh, absolutely know you're going to get this right because by defending yourself, you've already <gasps> answered it. Yay. Everyone knows the first studio-recorded like. Hanson album was Middle of Nowhere. Can you please name the two demo albums that preceded that studio yes, record? Yes, I can. <laughs> I'm still mad about that album's question. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Boomerang. Yep. And Mbop. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time they ever sang Mbop. It, even even if I was incorrect by including demos in the question, I wouldn't have Snowed included in. Snowden. Yeah. And when I mentioned that to Matt, he was like, "Oh, is that the their album about international spies?" I was just about to make that <sighs> joke, Matt. You are a funny, funny <laughs> man. I uh, appreciate aye, aye, aye. you. I All right. Side heavily. Next question. Question number nine. Okay. After leaving Def Jam Records in 2001, Hanson now records for their own independent record label. What is that label called? That label is called 3CG Records. That is correct. And that stands for Three Car Garage. Oh. Because <laughs> you didn't sound actually excited about I that. I don't know what that is. It's because um, <laughs> they, I think it's because they, they like, used to record in their garage and it was a three car garage or something huh. and I assume it has something to do with three there's three of them or I oh, don't know. okay three right. CG there you go yeah all right that's uh, an important that's an important Hansen question if you know about Hansen last question in this round mm-hmm. and I'm 100% positive you're probably gonna get this right considering mm-hmm. uh, the amount of research that you've done I recently hope you're right. released in 2013. What is the title of the most recent Hanson album? Oh, it is Anthem. That is correct. That is it, what is it is Anthem. Called. Anthem. Anthem Hanson. Anthem. Hanson Anthem. Hanson Anthem. They don't sound as alike as I thought they did in my head. Um, and with that, you have finished the first round Yay! with nine out of ten. That's awesome. Okay, is that it's still fantastic? I'm, if if that's the only one I get wrong, I'm going to be really mad. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be furious. I'm gonna no, punch if that's the one I get wrong, I should be very happy. So. Um, no more questions wrong. That's no my more goal. questions no more. wrong. That's your goal. <laughs> I think it's a lofty goal. You, are you feeling confident still going in? Yeah. I, well, okay. So this is Hanson history. No, this one is. Wait, was that Hanson? You oh, just did oh, Hanson oh, history. That was Hanson history. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel pretty, pretty good about. Wait, was that Hanson? I, All right. I, I really do. I I hope that um, there's there's some really. This is this is the this is the round when people are going to be, like. I guess they're going to be like, wait, was that Hanson? Yeah. <laughs> you named it appropriately because people are, are are not usually aware of like other things uh, the that other things done. that they do. And they do all kinds of weird things. They do. <laughs> they do. They have a, a lot of stuff that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And I'm uh, really I'm just really excited to hear what the questions are about. All right. Here we go. Round two. You, you ready? You ready? Smokey. Smokey. 
He's not going to answer. He's, he's ready. <laughs> All he, right. I can tell. Round two. Question number one. Mm-hmm. In 2009, Taylor Hansen launched... Uh, excuse me. In 2009, Taylor Hansen launched a power pop supergroup with members of Smashing Pumpkins, Fountains of Wayne, and Cheap Trick. What is that group called? Justin, that <laughs> group is called Tinted Windows. That is correct. And I have that album. Is it good? It is really good, actually. I've never heard you it. You should listen to it. I actually, it's really catchy. It's like, it's like, it's very easily digestible, like pop rock. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's, it's. It's not like the most mind-blowingly creative album necessarily, but yeah. it's like I think it's referencing a very specific type of music that they that they all like and it's it's like I I don't really know how to I guess it's pop rocket that's the only way I can describe it, but it's so catchy. Like every song could be a pop single. Basically. What what I think's interesting about this and it made me actually research the rest of their albums in this manner is there is not a Hanson album that's gotten bad reviews. Like, it does yeah, not like exist. people like them. Critics it actually really like them. Exist. And I'm surprised that most people aren't aware that they even exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're like, wait, those guys are still here? Hold yeah, on, let me listen like, to oh, it. Did you know Hanson's oh, still shit, together? Oh, shit, that's and I'm pretty like, good. Yeah, did you know that they've <laughs> produced, like, nine albums <laughs> and they're all they're all received? Pr- well, actually, I don't know if Anthem was is, is received that well. This most recent one? I think I think it's still between like B it's not bad and A. Though. Yeah. yeah. It's I don't think it's like a C record. Yeah. Like according to all the reviews, because you know how on Wikipedia and on Metacritic they just have a general assignment for what the reviews are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of them have gone below yellow. Like yeah. nobody's had like a shit review. Yeah, and that's what's so cool about Hansen, I think, is that they is that most people think, oh well, if you like a band past like this one hit wonder, this like oh they had this one great album and then they're kind of like hanging on but petering out over a long period of time it's kind of the opposite like middle of nowhere is one of their least exciting albums yeah like the other ones are they've gotten better and more interesting and not all of it is great there are certainly some things that i skip past every time they come on but it's like a lot of it is is uh, totally, completely different than uh, they were when they started, and and creatively evolving all the yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah, they're cool. Absolutely, absolutely. What? Out of curiosity, one more quick question mm-hmm. that is not one of the questions on our okay. on our game. Uh, what was like if there was a lead single from Tinted Windows? If I wanted to listen to it, what would it be? Well, um, I think that their single. I think maybe Don't You Wanna was one. Okay. <laughs> all the song, all, all the names of the songs are just really silly. Okay. Um, but um, I really like. Um, oh my God, what is it called? So Don't You Wanna is good. Then there's um um. Uh, hold on, wait. You have to give me a second. <laughs> it's called messing with messing with my head. Okay. Is pretty catchy. And then there's one before. Oh, she uh the kind of a girl or something it's like she's the kind of a girl you can't get enough of whoa whoa it's like it's like i, I don't know what, it, what that is. i'll have to check it out yeah i've never i've never heard of it kind but of a girl messing with my head don't you wanna just just look smashing it pumpkins fountains of wayne and cheap yeah. trick is yeah. a unique collaboration i know that i is know a super group and handsome i was like i i was like how did they all know each other like yeah <laughs> i'm sure I, I mean they all have some sort of link to the 90s not as much cheap trick but they have a lot of a link to the 90s so it's 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 unique all right question number two all right 
In October of 2013, Hansen served as guest judges on a popular cooking show. Four contestants had an opportunity to have their signature snack at a concert and then an after party with the band and a $10,000 prize. What was the name of this popular Food Network TV show? It was. I know what it is. It's Cupcake Wars. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just was aware that they were judges on it. Okay. I, I don't remember if like the challenge had any, ha- had anything to do with anything Hanson related. Okay. Did it? Did you know? I, I have no idea. I, I know that it was it was cupcakes. And the cupcakes were served at a Hanson concert feel, if they won. I feel like, oh, oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. So maybe it was just like, they do random things that are kind of like, let's do this thing to promote ourselves. Oh, sure. You know, I guess. And we will dig into that in, in just a little bit okay. more. Uh, question number three. In 2005, Hanson released The Best of Hanson, Live and Electric, mm-hmm. a greatest hits collection of live recorded material. Strangely enough... The first song on that album was not originally by Hanson. Hanson. What was the name of the song and the band that it covered? Justin. Yes. This is my favorite cover that Hanson has done. Okay. And it was Optimistic by Radiohead. My favorite band in the entire world, which oh, is yeah, awesome. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. You're wearing a Radiohead shirt right now. Right behind you is a Radiohead poster from when oh. I saw them at Roseland Ballroom oh, in nice. New York City. Yes. Yeah, uh, and it, and I think it's a good cover. It is still, and I will tell you this, uh, because if you think that uh, Hanson fans are interesting and very passionate about Hanson, mm-hmm. Radiohead <laughs> fans are <Weird>. ridiculous. They're <laughs> insane and they're rabid. They are uh, emo versions of Dave Matthews Band fans. Whoa! It's really I'm trying to imagine what that it's is. It's really bizarre. It's people who are real bitter, and we and they wearing and they like love. Pla- plaid button downs, but they're like but no, they instead hair of over plaid, their eyes. instead of plaid button downs, it's hair over our eyes, t-shirts, uh, tight jeans. I feel like no, nobody talks to each other, and we <laughs> just like other than online, and then online everybody backbites about what's the best Radiohead song. But one thing that uh, Radiohead fans agree on is that that is a terrific cover of really? that song. Do Radiohead We're, fans agree about that? Yes. Oh, it's 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 online and it's everywhere. Not only do they agree that that is a good cover, but bizarrely enough, I cannot explain it, John Mayer's cover of <laughs> Kid A is also almost Whoa. universally beloved that's among Radiohead fans. the weirdest fans. thing I've ever heard. There are certain <laughs> ones, and I, I'm sure there will be Radiohead fans. I'm going to vote they, for the Hanson cover over uh, the John I Mayer I 100% do as well, but what's weird about the John Mayer cover is it's just him on guitar, on an acoustic hmm. guitar, and he sings this song that's completely done through a vocoder that's just a guy Wait, being crazy. he sings through a vocoder? No, no, no. He doesn't. He does his own. And in the original song, it, it the original version of Kid A is just oh, that yeah. weird computerized, I slipped away. And oh it's just God. John Mayer singing that on guitar. <laughs> John Mayer Bizarre. is a weird fellow. He is a very weird fellow. From what I know about fellow. him. He's a very weird <laughs> fellow. And from, and from what I understand, he's a real dickhead. So yep, there you that's go. That's what I understand. <laughs> can, we also, can we also just mention the other cover on that Live and Electric album? Sure. Do you, I don't do you know, know what, what it is. Was? So it you was can tell In me. a Little While by U2. They did a cover. Really? Of. Yes. And it's, I think it's great because Taylor's just a good singer. And uh-huh. it's, it's a song that makes a lot more sense for that. Like would make sense with their style to cover okay but it's just it's just a really lovely 
I don't. It's not that different than the original, but sure. but it's a really nicely sung cover of you too. You should you should listen to it. I will. Yeah, I will great. definitely check it out. All right, question number okay. four. Okay. In 2011, the fellows of Hanson appeared in a music video for another pop superstar. The video also featured appearances by Corey Feldman, Debbie Gibson, and Kenny G, among others. What is the music video? Okay, if I'm thinking of the correct one, then this video includes that pop star wearing a prominent retainer mm-hmm. or headgear at mm-hmm. one point, and she looks like a big nerd, and I believe it is Katy Perry, Last Friday Night. That is correct. Ah. That is absolutely correct. Four for four on they round two. Are pl- they are the band playing at the party that happened last Friday night. That is correct. They are, and 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 I and I think after they did it, they uh, Taylor, one of them, had a quote where he was like, "Well, we thought so." It was like we thought someone needed to bring the party, and we thought we could bring the party, even if it was a <laughs> fictional party. Oh man. <laughs> Sound, that, that is the most polite. That is a, a, a real fun, humble brag from Taylor Hanson. Yeah, and you know who else is in that? Um, that guy from Glee, Kevin McHale. There are two. And, and Darren Chris. Yeah, they're both in there. I uh, threw my All work. of my nerdy th- likes and uh, are coming together in one place. I will tell you this, and it will make you so happy. Uh, through my work, uh, I got a chance to meet Darren Chris, oh. and he is the nicest, oh. most polite, and patient dude. Oh. He is phenomenal that's so I nice like him to, a lot. to know about i like him, him a, a oh, whole good. whole lot i trust your judgment and he does seem like he would be a really nice he's guy he's tremendously cool and oh. we've seen him at like the tonys and stuff like that and other shows that i've worked on oh. but on this specific show that i worked on he was just oh good to the moon fantastic that makes me very happy whenever anybody ends up being a particularly nice person who's also a celebrity <laughs> question number five okay in 1999 hansen appeared on this bizarre but beloved late-night cable talk show hosted by fictional characters to promote their album this time around. In an episode called Girl Hair, what was this talk show? Oh, my God. Okay. Can you read the question one more time? One more time. In 1999, Hanson appeared on this bizarre but beloved late-night cable talk show hosted by fictional characters characters. to promote their album this time around in an episode called Girl Hair. What was the talk show? Okay, I have a guess. I don't know if this is right. Was it Space Ghost? That is correct. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I was like, I had a feeling that somewhere in the past they were on Space Ghost. They, and I vaguely, I remember when Bjork was on Space dude, Ghost. Dude, there's an episode of that Space Ghost that's, that's Tom York and Bjork, and yeah. they spend a good three minutes just <laughs> rhyming the names and being ridiculous. And then there's another one with David Byrne from Talking Heads, my second favorite band, and David Byrne's just like not having it. Like he, <laughs> he does not want to be on the show. And it's it looks like it's not a joke, and you're just going, I never know happening? how much of a joke that like uh, what do they tell them before? i have no idea probably nothing that show is so damned funny though i have to thank my boyfriend for watching that show uh. because i didn't know about it he introduced me to it at some point and the bjork one is something that we say all the now we quote that all the time and we will <laughs> say this 
well, I love you so much that it's time for you to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says to his wife. Oh, Bjork. God. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. His wife. Yeah. Uh, Good. Oh, my God. Thank God. That I, thank God I remembered that. That he helped you remember show. it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> All right. That was scary. Next one. Okay. As an April Fool's joke, in 2010, Hanson covered a song called Wait and Bleed. Oh, yay, Justin. And threatened America <laughs> with an album of covers originally by this popular heavy metal band. I was so hoping you were going to ask this question, Who is the band? Justin. I knew you were going to ask because <laughs> I know you, and I knew you were going to ask this. It was Slipknot. That's correct. They were going to do a Slipknot cover album. Man. And I don't know anything about Slipknot, but I... Listened to the video. I watched the video of of them playing that. So it's a video of them in their hotel room playing. Yeah. Wait and bleed, and it's and it's supposed to look like they like. I think that they did this all as a prank. Like they put the the um, camera kind of like to the side. Like it was a leaked video, and they were like playing. They were they were quote unquote practicing yeah, yeah, for yeah. their new thing. And there was like and they and, and they put this video out and they were like, well, we saw that this video was leaked, so we just want to make sure that everybody you know, we we've been working on this for a long time. We just want to let everybody know like we're doing a cover of Slipknot. We're doing it's, an album cover of it's Slipknot. Super funny because Slipknot loves it. They think it's oh, I'm sure so they perfect. Do. They're it's like hilarious. this is great. They and they should do it. Yeah, like, I, they should. Hands I down, I would uh, like the Flaming Lips have done that before with a couple of different albums where they're like, "We love that album, so we're gonna play it ourselves and we'll release it for free or where somebody has to pay just a little bit of money for it." I think that would do crazy well, and it would bring them oh, yeah. a whole different audience. It would yeah. be dope. I actually, I actually genuinely going back to Radiohead, they, I think they should do a, a Radiohead cover album. I would, I would listen to the to that like crazy, especially if they start to do some of the later things where things get really really interesting and really yeah. bizarre like yeah. they could uh, uh, i love the new album so much it's one of my favorite albums now the it's, new radiohead album yes it i is don't know if i've heard it actually. so touching and it's heartbreaking and bittersweet it but it's called? beautiful it's called a moon-shaped pool oh yeah I, I did hear about it it's it's terrific it is not what you would think a rate like there are maybe two songs that you would be like oh this is what a radiohead album sounds uh -huh. like then you get to the second half and there's like a samba song played by radiohead and you're Whoa. going what the fuck is happening that would be great if hansen did a cover of a samba <laughs> song played by radiohead it's pretty impressive and that's um, what i like about radiohead a lot of times is when they're like a little oh like yeah quieter and kind of sad and like that's, si like simplified that's uh, one of my favorite songs that they've ever done is a song called codex from their um their last album which mm -hmm. was the king of limbs and it's mainly this orchestration and it's his voice over this beautiful orchestration and it's just unreal that's like there's great. a horn section and stuff like that it's you got to get somebody fantastic. on here to do Radiohead trivia with you. Uh, I can't because I'll end up getting so mad at them. <laughs> Maybe you should interview yourself. <laughs> I'll, which is impossible. But, I mean, it's the only way to guarantee a 30 for 30 is yeah. if I did Radiohead or if I did Daredevil. But Those, you quiz yourself and you're just like, ways. oh, man, I don't, Justin, why did you pick these categories? They're going to be so hard. And but then, then you I have just to get them all right. Crush. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, you just crush and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, phew. So glad I did so well on my own Radiohead trivia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, next question. Right. What number is this? 
Uh, I'm for this round. Not sure. I think that this was like is five or six. This is five, I think. Okay. No, this is six. This is six. Okay. Uh, the gentleman of Hanson appeared in this 2003 mockumentary about a real-life popular 1990s comedian trying to weasel society out of an extra few minutes of waning fame. Name that movie. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to need you to read that again. All right. The Gentleman of Hanson appeared in this 2003 mockumentary about a real-life popular 1990s comedian trying to weasel society out of a few extra minutes of waning fame. Oh, my God. Name the movie. Oh, the movie. Okay. Can you tell me any more about what they did in this movie? I cannot. <laughs> yes, you can. I cannot. Oh, man. To 2003. 2003. Um, Popular 1990s comedian. And so it was a it was a mockumentary, but was the person in, was it a mockumentary of that person of who was called by their comedian. real life name in yes. it? So in theory, it was a documentary. Uh, it was like a documentary about this person, but it was Correct. really a fictional documentary. Correct. Ugh. I don't know, man. That's hard, cause I don't remember a movie like that. I'll probably know it when you say it. So, two thousand three, late '90s comedian that was popular. Uh, not late '90s. Oh, throughout the '90s. Throughout the '90s. Well, see, even if I could remember the comedian. Who I could I don't know that I could tell you the name of this movie. Um, um, this is bad, Justin. <laughs> uh -oh. Well, it's called Stump. It's not called Becca Wins Everything. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought that I was coming on the Becca Wins Everything podcast. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Here's your chance to go for mercy oh, point, God. or you could just pass. <sighs> Okay, let me just think for one more second. All right. Talk us through your thought process so we're not Okay, okay. Well, my thought process is going to make me look really <laughs> <laughs> inadequate <laughs> because I'm trying to think of, like, who were comedians and a stand-up comedian? Uh, he was a stand-up comedian, yes. Uh, okay, so But he also did other things as well. Well, Jerry Seinfeld was a stand-up comedian who also had a show. Um... And I'm just th all this, all the comedians that are coming to mind are like Adam Sandler, who was who was on SNL by the 90s. So it, that doesn't count. Yep. And. Uh, the, oh, oh. Dane Cook was a stand up in the 90s. Wait, was it the 90s or was that more like the 2000s? But he could have been in a movie around the 2000s. That almost would make sense. Was it called Dane Cook is still relevant? I swear to God, I'm still relevant. <laughs> Love Dane Cook. I don't know. What was Dumb it? Dumb answer. We'll give you a mercy point oh, for okay. it. Um, I'm going to reread the question. You still get a point. You still get the point, so that's okay, fine. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to reread you. you the question and give you the answer. Uh, the Gentleman of Hanson appeared in this 2003 mockumentary about a real-life popular 1990s comedian trying to weasel society uh out of a few extra minutes of waning fame name that movie the Steve. weasel himself 
Polly Shore oh. is dead is the name of the oh, film. Oh God! Wow. The Weasel. I, 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 you know that I feel like when you said that it like triggered something in my subconscious. Sure. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed. Pa- that makes so much sense. Yeah. That yeah. there, there would be a mockumentary about that, but I don't remember that yeah. movie. Is it funny? It is not. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of people who talk about how much of a shithead Polly Shore is, uh, and I think he shot it. Was going, he trying to be like this? Is ironic about yeah, me. and it, it like a lot of the movie just feels really mean spirited by the time you get to oh the end, no. and you're just like, Woof. that sounds depressing. All right. What is Hanson doing in it? Uh, they talk about how shitty Polly Shore is. <laughs> Where, I I wonder if he was like. Let's put some other people from the nineties right. that are that are out of the radar besides me. And, and I'm not the mo- most out of the radar. And that apparently is one of the things that ha- they absolutely. Well, do guess that. what, Polly Shore? Who's <laughs> laughing now? Yeah, take that, dude. Yeah, they did. They, they Hanson's made some documentaries that did just fine. They did actually. Next question. Okay. In the 2015 Saturday Night Live sketch. First got horny to you. Oh, my God. Female cast members sing about the men who caused them to first become aroused. Oh, 2015. Kate McKinnon, however, reveals that she became a lesbian because she fell in love with one of the girls of Hanson. (laughs) She then proceeds to make out with this band member's poster. Which band member is it? Oh, I remember that sketch. I thought that was a funny sketch. It was a video, actually, right? It was yep. just like a video sketch. Music video. Yeah, that was a that was a fun music video. Uh, one of the girls of Hanson. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it it would have made sense to be any of them. I don't remember which one it was, but um, I mean, they all had because they all had long hair. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it wasn't Isaac, maybe because he. Out of the three of them, he he looked the maybe the least feminine at that time, but not that that really makes a difference. It could have been any of them. I'm gonna just go with Taylor. That is correct. Okay, it good. is Taylor Hanson. Because he uh, he was he was the prettiest. Yeah, he, he was, was the, the one prettiest uh, of all three of them. Dude, I remember watching that video for the first time, going, "That chick's hot." That's a pretty girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I recently watched the video, uh, I was like. Wow! Yeah, they at the time I remember having a huge crush on them, but they were they were very girly. A little bit. They were pretty girly looking, but I guess it, it you know it was the '90s. We had different standards back then. We thought yeah. long hair that doesn't equal girly. It doesn't. I mean, or maybe maybe it does, but they were kind of like cool with the long hair. They were yeah. sort of like rebellious. Yeah. Yeah, like you, Smokey. <laughs> You're rebellious with the long hair. All right, question number nine. Speaking (laughs) of SNL, Mm -hmm. in 1997, Hanson performed not only as musical guests, but also performed in a sketch in which they are held hostage in an elevator and tortured with their own hit single, (laughs) Mbop. Which SNL cast member and host held them hostage? Cast member and host? Yep. Can we read that one more time? One more time. Speaking of SNL, in 1997, Hanson performed not only as musical guests, but also in a sketch in which they are held hostage in an elevator and tortured with their own hit single, Mbop. Which SNL cast member and host held them hostage? So when you say SNL cast member and host, is that two different people? That's correct. Okay, because I thought I thought maybe you were saying like a cast member that came back and hosted or something. No. Okay. It's a cast okay. member. Okay. I, I 
feel the like host. the the one that I remember that they were on in the '90s in the '90s, which this may not have been in that actual year. I remember one. Time, it was in 1997. I did say that in the yeah club. yeah yeah. I, I'm saying I think the one that I remember might have not been '97. It might have been a later recurrence of them. Okay. But I don't know. As but I remember that they one time were. Um, the musical guest when Helen Hunt hosted it. Okay. And that would have made sense, I think, because she was in, like, What Women Want around that time, maybe. Oh, maybe that was later. Uh, well, the only one that I remember that I can legitimately um, guess on is Helen Hunt. So I'm going to say that for my guess for the host. And then cast member around 97, see... I mean, I don't know, so I'm going to have to guess. So they were held hostage by (laughs) someone who was on SNL in the 90s. 97 was, I I almost want to say, no, it can't be Tina Fey because she wouldn't have been in a sketch necessarily at that time. Let's just, uh, it's, Let's just go with uh, Jimmy Fallon. That's incorrect, <gasps> unfortunately. Uh, Helen Hunt is 100% correct. Okay. Uh, Will Ferrell oh. uh, played the other person to hold them hostage, and the sketch ends with Will Ferrell uh, <laughs> accidentally listening to the song and dancing in the elevator oh. while the boys of Hanson escape. Oh, man. I forgot about that sketch. I got. I I have that on a VHS in my house for it's sure. At my parents' house. Super. It it made me genuinely laugh when I watched it again. I am gonna go back and look that up. Well, see, you really can't look it up, especially because that song is in it. You probably they probably don't have it online. Yeah, something. yeah, it's online. Oh, they, it is. You can find it. It's it's oh, one of those weird. It's it's one of those online. weird YouTube videos of it though. It's not like an official. Sure. Yeah. Right. But it's 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 out there. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go look that up after this. <laughs> that sounds actually pretty funny. Okay. Uh, okay. Last question. Question number 10 from round two. Okay. On February 1st, 1998, uh, Hanson broke big onto a non-musical chart, the New York Times bestseller list, nonfiction, written by oh. their friend Jared Golly Hare. What is the name of the authorized Hanson oh. biography? Oh, my God. Uh, it's something really generic, like, it's, <laughs> it's something like the only Hanson book you'll ever need or something. It's like the, the, it's like, it's, I'm, I'm going to take a guess at what the real thing is. It's like, okay, wait, I'm, I'm going to tell you when this is my final answer. All it's right. Something like, <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't stop me yet. I won't, I won't. I have to refine this answer. It's something like, like. The official book of Hanson. I'm going to go with that. The official book of Hanson. Is it, it's close to that. It's crazy close, but I can't take okay, it. Unfortunately, okay. it's Hanson, the official book. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so close, Justin. It's so close, Come but I've already on. given you a mercy yeah. point, and all you right, decided right. to take it seriously. Fair, I have fair. to do it. I'm sorry. The It's called Hanson, the official book? Yes. Okay. That's why I included <laughs> it as a question. So it's because that is the dumbest shit I have ever heard it's, in my it life. It's a really boring name for a book like it could have been Hanson middle of nowhere and it would have been great or 
you know, three car garage, yeah. like you mentioned, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Make it appealing. Like, like, like a title. But instead, it's like, uh, what do we got well, for the Hanson book? Well, we got one. What do you want to call yeah. it? Let's uh, call it Hanson, the official the, book. The official Hanson book? Yeah. The, oh, no, no. Sorry. No, no. Not not the official Hanson book. That would be Hansen. too, yeah. The Hansen, official book. The official book. Well, probably they just were like, we just want to write the name Hanson really big across the top of the yeah. book. And then we'll just call it the official book because then all of the people who want the official knowledge on Hanson, it's like they'll buy the book because they're like, well, all of the unofficial knowledge that I'm getting from all from Teen Beat yes. is wrong. I heard, that, I, I heard that they wanted him to write the book because they were like, all of these interviews are... Are putting out wrong information about correct. us. Correct, that is correct. And we wanna, and we we want, uh, the set the story straight, so to speak, about like our likes and dislikes. Okay. Ugh. How how many do I have now? Uh, right now you have. Let's see. It looks like seventeen. I think no. Yeah. Yeah, seventeen. I have. So I have three wrong so far. Three wrong so far okay. and one mercy point okay. from the Polly Shore is dead answer because you made fun of Dane Cook and that's always fun, oh, isn't yeah. it? All right. He was a stand-up comedian in the 90s. 1999, right? yeah. Okay, okay. Last round, hands and lyrics. Okay. This is where things get real tough. Oh, my God. All right, question number really one. Hard. Okay. Thanks. Face down on the ground. Pick us up at the lost and found. We've got to change our point of view if we want the sky blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the bridge section of Where's the Love. That is correct. So I will say that my <laughs> my expertise would be in lyrics, obviously, from Middle of Nowhere, because that's the one that I listened to on repeat for like three years. Right. Other albums, uh, I have... I have very, when I listen to Hanson music, mm-hmm. I generally um, either, there are there are certain songs in each album that I listen to mm-hmm. always, uh-huh. and there are certain songs that I always don't listen to. So, so, we go. so I always skip through like number this, this, and this on the album. They're usually the Isaac songs. Yeah. But, you know, every, and, every Hanson fan agrees with that probably. And I am the unbiased guy who and just handpicks them. You're just going to randomly pick them. Yep. So if they're the one that I skipped, it's going to be much, much harder. And if it's one of the, it's either like, I'm going to know it or I'm going to be like, I don't know. It's one of these 12 songs that I hate. <laughs> right. Uh, that was from Where's the Love okay, from Middle okay. of Nowhere. Question number two from the round. <sighs> okay. You don't want to mess with this man. You've never seen this side of him before. You know he won't be knocking at your door. <gasps> I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the best song titles in a Hanson album. Okay. I believe... Okay, they have so okay. This is from their Christmas album, Snowed In. Yes, it is. Snowden. Snowden. And it's from the Oliver Stone film Snowden. Yeah, <laughs> and it is about the the he they're referring to is Santa Claus. That's I correct. Know. And there are two Santa Claus songs on the Snowden album. All right. One of them, one of them is Little Saint Nick, and the other one is Everybody Knows the Claws. That is and correct. That's what that's the one it's from. That is correct. Everybody knows the claws. Everybody knows the claws. And I, uh, there's a reason I didn't buy 
the Christmas album because I was I think I saw the title of that song and I was like, what is uh, this? What are, they, what are they doing? Did they write that song? Yeah. Oh my god. That was I, I've only picked songs that were written. It's like by about them. evil Santa. Uh yeah. It seems like they're like, yeah, he's gonna you've never seen this side of him before. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's gonna what? happen, dude. That's Things are weird. A really scary song. All right, question number three. I just want to stay dreaming. No, I just don't want to wake. Why can't we keep on sailing across this emerald lake? Oh. Again, oh, I yeah. just want to stay wait. dreaming. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm singing it in my head. Mm-hmm. Na, 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 na. <laughs> and the way that you keep singing, I can hardly hear you speak. Where do you go when you're gone? And the answer is? That's that's what it is. Where do you go? It's when you're gone. That is correct. Because if you said it was where do you go, I would have had to say no. Just when you're gone. All right. Yes. Next question. I sit here waiting and wondering, hoping. Got to make this right. Because all I can think about is you. Uh, your hands, your face, and all these lonely nights. There's a feeling, feeling in the back of my head, singing over <laughs> and over. Want to hold you, love you, <laughs> in my arms and then... Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> if only... That's correct, if only. Yep, there it is. All right, four oh, for good four. Song, good song. Four for four. It, I won't sing all the songs. I it's just, actually very, very good. Sometimes you have to good. sing through the song oh, until sure. you get to the title of the Sure, song. sure, sure. Uh, I love I love that song um, very much so. It's a very catchy song. I think that's, that's probably my favorite of their songs. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Question number five. I just Any any moment, this is going to get really bad. Beauty queen that you are, put you down for a place in the stars. Take your picture for all the world to see. That's it? That's it. Oh, my God. Beauty queen that you are. Put you down for a place in the stars. Take your picture for all the world to see. Mm. This is one of the songs that I don't listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, okay. Um. Um. There's, I mean, there's a lot of songs that they, there's like at least a few songs on every album that are just talking about some, some girl and how great she is because that's what people want to hear about, I guess. Right. Even though like when I hear those songs, I'm like, I'm like, you all have wives and why are you still writing songs about, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe someone wrote that song about their wife, but I'm like, maybe it's a metaphor for their wife. Like a, another woman is a metaphor for yeah. wife. Yeah. Or something. Probably. But like, I, I always think, ugh, you know, I, I don't want to hear another song about your wife. Sure. You know I mean, and so, so that's why obviously they changed the name. Right. But it's like, but it's like, how do you keep writing songs about falling in love with people when you're. I mean, married. I mean, that's not that just because you're married doesn't mean that those thoughts don't enter into your head artistically. No, no, for sure. But it's like it's like I think when bands when they get married, you they some sometimes the songs definitely sound like 
this is a song about the beginning of a relationship. Sure. And they have to keep writing songs like that because people want to hear them. Yeah, and I I mean, they they could miss that feeling, which is an awesome feeling. So, you know, maybe they make up somebody. They probably do. You know, and I'm just saying these things because I'm delaying. (laughs) I know you are. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm just going to have to guess because it's... If it's if it's that song, it's probably either on Anthem or it's on maybe it's a random one on Shout It Out. Okay, I'm I'm gonna guess maybe it could be the song Deeper. That is incorrect, okay. unfortunately, it's, buddy. That's one of it them. is uh the hidden song on uh underneath Lula Bell. Oh god. Lula Bell. That's a deep cut. A deep cut. I didn't even listen to that. It's the point. When I was studying, because the, I, you the know, they don't have it on stump. Spotify. <laughs> the point is stump. Uh, all right, next all right, question. All right, good one, good Time one. to redeem yourself. Fair enough. You ready? God, I can't get any more questions wrong, Justin. It started at a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. Sitting beside me was a man with no hair. From the look That's on accurate. his face and the size of his toes, he comes from a place nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And the place he comes from is Albertane, and he. But but they met him in Milwaukee because he's the man from Milwaukee. That's the name of the song. The name of the song man is the from man Milwaukee. from Milwaukee. That is correct. Yes. And that is the that is also a hidden track. Well, a bonus track. Yep. It's hidden um, at the end of Middle of Nowhere, and uh, there's a whole section in that song. In which they're talking on walkie-talkies. There are two characters, and their names are Baby Bird and Mama Bird. Or Big... No, Big Bird and Baby Bird. Okay. And they're, like, talking to each other, and one of them says, Borgort. So, uh, sometimes they add weird, weird things... <laughs> Good kids. ...into their songs. With some... A little, little crazy. Might be, might be aliens. Let's he not says, lie. He says... Um, he says, uh, come in, Baby Bird. Are you there, Baby Bird? And Baby Bird says... Sorry, I was watching Court TV. <laughs> Bore Court, by the way. And then he says, yeah, sorry, I was watching Court TV. Uh, like, I'm here. Uh, and, and he's like, do you copy? And he says, of course we copy 24 hours a day in color. Oh, and I'm like, all right, well, this is just when they've gone completely off the rails. <laughs> And Zach is doing all the voices for that. Oh. I'm just adding more facts in case it will give me more points. It won't. It will not. It will not. <sighs> okay. All, all, right, right, all right. Next all right. question. Now she's looking at me to know. The faucet's running and my car got towed. That's it. Oh. Now she's well, looking at le- me to know. The faucet's running and my car got towed. That is the lead into the chorus of Sure About It. That is correct. That is one of my favorite Hanson songs. There you go. Have you go. heard that song? Have I, have you to it? I have not. I have not. It's a really good song. That is like one of my top, I would say top top five maybe favorite Hanson songs. It's up there. Right on. Yeah. All right. All, all right. right. We're doing all right. We ready? We ready? Yeah, how many are left now? Three more. Okay. That's it. Got to crush this. Then the game's over. If I get all three of these wrong, it's going to be really upsetting to me. All right. Okay. Liquid Melancholy Dreams. Tell me what it means. Because you drive me crazy. Driftwood, won't you float me down your stream? Tell me what it means. Yeah, that song has some good lyrics in it. (laughs) Now people are going to be like, 
No, it doesn't. That's your criteria for good lyrics? (laughs) No, it does not. Um, No, there there are some songs where they just are so vague and uncreative with their lyrics, I have to say. And then there are others where they're a little more creative. And this one was a little more creative. And this is from... Um, this is from underneath and it is called Crazy Beautiful. That is correct. And you said crazy, so you said a little bit of that title in the lyrics. That is correct. Um, yeah, it's a good song. You're doing good, good here. All right. You're doing All good right. here. Next question. I don't want to let you go. And I don't want to lose you slowly. I just want to let you know that it's only just a little back and forth lately. Good reading. Good reading yeah. of those lyrics. I'm going to thank you because that's one of my other favorite Hanson songs, and it's called Georgia from The Walk. That is correct. That is song number four on The Walk. <laughs> and also, actually, you know what? Maybe maybe I'm going to put Sure About It down into top ten Hanson songs. Georgia is definitely top five. That was wow. I think The Walk is the best album. If you If you have not listened to that album in a while – I think that's the one where that I they reached a peak. Give it a of chance. Interesting creativity. All right, all right. So that's yeah, that's one of my favorite Hanson songs. Here we go. Last question. Final oh, question of the game. Wait, how many points do I have right now? Uh, currently, let's see. Did I beat Mikey? Yes, you will have beaten Mikey. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I just told him that I saw people who weren't here. I just saw Michael Delisle as he was leaving because he was recording. They're gonna his. be re- they're gonna be released out of order, so yeah, people yeah. will find out shortly. Oh yeah. yeah all right. I'm all right. Sorry. Here we go. It's no problem. Anything. It's not ruining anything. Okay. Everything's fine. All right. Last question. I ignored your reputation because you send my heart racing. You think I would always be the fool. Well, I've run out of patience for this sticky situation. You won't find me crying that we're through. I know the answer to this. Give it. It's thinking about something. That is correct. And that is a video from that. And that video, uh, it's a song from their new from from Shout It Out. And I, I, I don't know if it was the first single. It was one of the singles. But in that video, Weird Al is in that video. Did you know that? I did know that. He is a tambourine player. Kooky. With a grand total of 26 points. All right. Not not bad. Enough to secure yourself uh, a third place because there is a tie for second place. Oh, right, right. According to what I understand. Yes, uh, 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 enough to secure third place because there is a tie for second place. I didn't do better than Joe. You did not do better than Joe Lepore, who had one point more than you. 26 points. Thank you so much, Becca. Oh, thank you. You did a damn good job. That was really fun. Crushing it. I was was really nervous about those lyrics, and I'm glad that I only, that I managed to pull off all but one, I think. Okay. I think so. Let's see. I I knew enough percentage of the songs. I think, yeah, you only got one wrong, and that Good. was the Lula Bell one. Oh, man. That song is now, every time I listen to that, I'm going to think about it. But that was great. Did you have fun? Did you like yeah. it? Yeah. You know what? I feel like 
There, there are so many other weird things about Hanson that we didn't even talk about. Well, we sure. didn't even talk about them doing the walk thing. Yeah, 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 the documentary and all of the things that happened. We didn't talk about Isaac getting sick. Getting, getting up. He had a pulmonary embolism, and they had to cancel their tour because he plays guitar too much. Right. And they had to drain like blood or something or something from his body. I don't. There know. was a lot of stuff, but, but, but then again. I just, uh, sorry, I, sorry. Ahead. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs> but I was gonna say, but then again, that's kind of the fun of the podcast. It, it's supposed to inspire people yeah. to go out and yeah. research some on their own. Well, I just want to say like one thing that I could, that I didn't get the chance to in, to introduce because we didn't talk about the taking the walk. Sure. I took the walk with Hanson and I talked to them. That's awesome. Well, How did it go? I talked to them, meaning quote unquote, like I like I walked next to Taylor Hanson for like. 500 yards and said a few words to him and it was really And he exciting. turned and looked at you and went, oh, right. He, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what he That was pretty said. much it. And they, yeah, yeah. Well, they do. They did a, a mile walk before a lot of their shows to raise money for AIDS, uh, AIDS research in Africa. And I was about to say, that's awesome because at first you were like, they took that walk to raise money for AIDS. AIDS. And I'm like, I no, don't think we want to raise money for AIDS. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we need more people to have AIDS. Yeah, it was. Want. it's AIDS research and then I want to say... And- homelessness as and, well or something and, and like poverty in general i think they did, did like building general. schools and sure. and digging wells and stuff but anyway they do like a mile walk barefoot so i did a mile walk in minneapolis with them before one of their shows and that's amazing it was really cool they and they and they partner with tom's shoes so it's like the barefoot thing. yeah like they, they donated they shoes gave a pair and, and everything like that that's and that awesome. was my one one experience actually like kind of meeting Hanson. Hanson. It was really exciting <laughs> i just wanted to like throw that in there for all the people who actually care about Hanson. one of my <laughs> friends uh, my my friend who I've mentioned before, Bria, the person that painted the things on my wall, uh-huh. she absolutely adores them. And I think she met uh, the youngest one. She met Zach uh. once. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, and she was full on adult and just could not stop talking about it for like a day. Oh my God. And it was really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I should talk to her sometime. Yeah, you guys would definitely get along. You are each other's speed. It's, oh, great. it's very, very cool. There are like three or four people that are also... Hanson fans that I know. I only know like a handful, but yeah. I would say that the people, the handful of people that I know that are Hanson fans that will listen to this will be really excited to play along. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It's super fun. Um, Becca, you crushed it. 26 Thanks. points. You did damn, All right, you did damn bad, great. So I'm, now I'm okay with it. So now tell these people, tell these lovely, lovely people what you got coming up. You're uh, a comedian. You're a damn yeah, funny comedian. So tell you. us what you got on the, on the docket. Uh, well, that they can come see you, how they can find this, you as well. This uh, podcast is going to come out Wednesday soon. Yep. So it'll come out Wednesday the 17th. Okay. So um, m- I have a show right after that on why well, on Friday the 19th. Okay. So Friday the 19th at Magnet Theater, I'm doing my solo show Schooled. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have done it one other time. This is the second ever performance of, of it. Uh, it's just solo character show. Nice. Doing a bunch of bunch of uh, sort of character vignettes loosely tied together within a school. Um, it was very well received the last time, from what I've understand, from other I people in our so. comedy community. It was, it was community. a really great, amazing audience the last time. I don't know how we're going to equal the energy of that audience this time because uh, it was. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it was like a, a really great, fun, energetic crowd and i hope that we can do that again so nice. i really want people to come 
If you're listening, if you happen to listen to this before Friday the 19th, (laughs) (laughs) please come out. It's at 7 o'clock. I'm sharing the hour with um, my boyfriend, Matt Wasong, actually. He's doing his solo show. Um with he's he's taking half of the time and I'm taking half the time. His solo show is also like a character show. It's really funny. I've seen some of it. I have not seen some of it, but I uh, it's gonna be really good and um, it's gonna be just like a fun, really fun hour. And yeah, uh, man. and Joe directed it. Joe Lapore. Joe Lapore. The you know ex, who he is. The ex master. Yeah. Live and in studio. Yeah. Oh, he he actually. He can't come to the show, so you're gonna have to come and uh, support on, let him, on our yeah, behalf. and let and let him know how great it was. I will. Um, yeah, so that's happening, and then um, sketch season is starting again for Magnet. Um, oh, was it the Magnet Theater? Did I say that already? Magnettheater.com. You should go. It's fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so, I've had so many <laughs> Magnet people on. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to reach out and be like, "Do you just want to do this <laughs> for the Magnet?" Like. Podcast they network should do that. I don't um, so, know. so then, so yeah, our sketch season. Uh, Dinosaur Jones is my sketch team, my amazing sketch team, and they are terrific. And they we are love terrific them. human beings. And, and all hi, very everybody funny. from the team. Hi, everybody. I uh, will be starting up the new season with them uh, in a couple weeks, I guess. That's awesome. And um, and so that'll be happening. I don't know. We're, we have a show sometime in September, but I don't know when. TBA. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh, and then it, on September thirtieth, actually, and people aren't going to remember all of these things, but if you you can rewind and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's digital media. And um, and on September thirtieth, I'm doing a musical show with a bunch of uh, magnet sketch people at the magnet also, and mm-hmm. we're doing uh, we wrote a bunch of Broadway show tune parodies or and or sketches related to broadway musicals it's going to be called this is not a broadway show the musical and um it's just a bunch of people who always wanted to do musical theater but they don't really do musical improv or maybe they do musical improv but they want to do scripted like musical theater parody yeah and we're gonna do that and it's gonna be really fun and that's september 30th that's awesome. Yeah. Right on, man. Um, you did a damn good job. Thanks. I'm so glad you're here. I can't wait to have you back. Uh, oh, yeah. Becca and Thanks I have already mine. decided she's coming back. She's going to do Friends trivia with us <laughs> next time around. So we'll it's see her sometime in the crazy. fall. We'll bring her back and we'll have uh, a damn good time. Yay. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I just did uh, a little bit of digging on the Google. Uh, for those who were curious, um, it was the Pixies who perform uh, uh-huh. Where Is My Mind at the end of the movie. But around the same time, and on certain foreign releases, supposedly, of the album, they also included a cover by Placebo. Oh, interesting. So that's why I thought it was a cover. Um, and I, uh, I definitely appreciate it guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. This was so fun. I love your cats. They helped <laughs> me to win. Smokey w- win, win against myself. S- Smokey <laughs> and Becca Shaw in third place currently with the tie on. for, with the tie for second. He went away. He's not sitting on me anymore. Yeah. Smokey's like, I helped you win. He, he I'm was out of here. He, he went to eat some food and then he left. So, but he, he was a big help. <laughs> I think he's think if it wasn't for him i wouldn't i i wouldn't be anywhere That's i would have just failed not even true in the slightest <laughs> becca thank you for doing the thanks, show thanks justin you're great uh, bye-bye bye